I'm Felina. And I'm Summer. And you are listening to Broke and Broken. <laughs> because we're both. The podcast about living your best life by getting real. Hey, broken people. This is Summer. And this is Felina. And today we have Calvin Dennis. He is the creator of Live Black Heart and Hope Connect. But before we call him, I wanted to uh, make a comment. We got some feedback on our social media on our last episode, and it was a comment about how perhaps Kelly and Felina should have gone more into their own conflict and speed bumps in their relationship because there was, uh, I believe it did make it into the episode, I don't think it was one of the things that got cut for time, uh, they acknowledged that they had had a split and been apart for a while and um, found a way to resolve that. Um, in planning for the episode, I had suggested that we not go into that, um, into the specifics of that, not for any, you know, reason of trying to hide or conceal anything, but because um, I wanted to focus on Kelly's personal story and not the story of their relationship, um, because I thought the perspective of, you know, how she talked about doing things like in her education and all of these doing things because that's what she thought you should do instead of what was right for her and that's something we've been hearing a lot about lately um, from listeners and from people that I know specifically and so I thought that was an important thing to highlight and that was the wanted that to be the focus of the episode um, so we agreed as a team that we wouldn't go into the details of their um, personal relationship because that's something that an entire episode could be built on and we you know wanted the focus to be elsewhere um the critique was that leaving that out was somehow less authentic or realistic and um I don't I don't necessarily agree with that I don't think it's less authentic but perhaps we I did in my suggestion I was it came from a place of being focused on one thing which was the intended um, topic of the show and perhaps we did miss a, an opportunity to explore something else and maybe that is something that needs to be explored and you know as I said in the comment if anybody saw those was that you know perhaps they were right I and I will take that into perspective and that perspective into consideration in future discussions or interviews because maybe that is something that needs to be explored um, as the person said that they would like to hear um, people that because they are kind of young they would like to hear older people um, demonstrating you know how to act or learn from conflict and do it with kindness or grace or openly admitting when they're wrong um, because we all are at times there's no way around that uh, um, it's part of the human condition and you know, maybe we do need to find it to construct an episode to discuss that. Um, so all of this to say, thank you for the feedback. We do listen, we do pay attention, and please continue um, interacting with us in that way and share with your friends. And so now let's call Calvin. Hello. Hello. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. All right, and I'm here with my co-host, Felina. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for joining us. Can you hear us all right? Uh, <laughs> what, what did you say? I, I just uh, put my 
headphones in so I can hear you. <laughs> I said, can you hear us all right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can hear you fine. All right. All right, so can you start with telling us some of your background? Where you My from? background? Yes, because we wanted to talk about your business and your projects. So kind of your background and what led to that. Um, yeah, I'm from the Tallahassee, Florida area. I play football in the area. And um, after, should I give you my story? Would yes, that be better for you? that's great. Give us your story. Okay, okay, okay. All right, that's better. Okay, so uh, I'm from Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, went to a school here by the name of Florida State University School. A lot of people will be familiar with Florida State University Um In which, after, before my senior season, um, I lost my mom to pancreatic cancer. Um, after that happened, uh, we did really well. Um, went through the season, and I, I was offered a full scholarship to the State University, which I attended. Mm-hmm. Um, after my freshman season at Georgia State, I was in a car accident, and my teammate died. Mm-hmm. So after those two life tragedies happened, I created the whole Every Heart Has a Story brand and movement. Uh, and just to give you a little bit more information about that, uh, I kind of started it in my dorm room. Uh, I bought a screen press. I used the money from my scholarship to buy a screen press and to start making these terrible shirts. I'm not even going to lie to you, they were terrible. <laughs> they, they, they were terrible. Uh, Why were they terrible? They were terrible. They were the worst. Because I didn't know what I was doing. I literally was, I had the screen press. I thought I was doing something. I was making shirts from Walmart and selling them still. But they were terrible. <laughs> so, it's so, very entrepreneurial so to, of you, though. Yeah. So to be able to see the response from, you know, people I went to school with, people I didn't even know, with my whole Every Heart Has a Story slogan was, was enough for me to figure out, like, hey, okay, you're terrible at this now, but maybe you should find somebody that knows how to do this. And uh, that's kind of how it all started. Okay, can you uh, explain what Every Heart Has Its Story is, what that project is? Okay, well, what Every Heart Has Its Story is is actually my slogan, um, but the actual company is the Lifestyle Brand, and uh, we use inspirational stories um, to pretty much uh, show people that even though you go through things and you, know, you go through different trials and tribulations, it's always something you can find in anything you're dealing with. So, for instance, our logo is that a heartbreak. I use a light bulb to signify the strength you gain from different trials and tribulations. So, a lot of companies have, you know, the heartbreak look to it with the heart, which is, you know, generic. But what sets up the part of it, we use everything signifies something. So, the light bulb signifies strength, and the heart, you know, that's the whole part of heartbreak. Okay. Where are you? There's a lot of We're having a hard time hearing you. <laughs> oh, is it loud where I am? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, that's all you had to say. It's okay. I just heard a strange beeping in the background. I'm like, what it was is hard. happening? I, I wasn't sure what you were saying. I was focused on the beeping. Uh, <laughs> we're very ADD today. Sorry. Okay, give me two. Give me two seconds, and I'll relocate. No problem. Take your time. That, uh, I'll take you out that way. Oh. I had our headphones. I thought you couldn't hear all the extra noise. <laughs> All right, I'm outside now, outside in general population. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, uh, where were we? Well, you were telling us about what the project was, and we were having a hard time hearing you, so sorry to make you repeat yourself, but can you explain that one more time? Um, so it's uh, another same project, but it's more so um, uh, 
um, it's a lifestyle brand, um, and it's a storytelling platform. So if you're familiar with companies or organizations such as StoryCorps, that's a very good indication of more so what we do. Um, we use people's stories to inspire other people that could be going through similar things. So our whole goal is to collect um, inspirational and motivational stories and use those to shed light on different things that we bring awareness to. How do you distribute the stories? Uh, we collect them. So literally, for instance, if I was to come to wherever you guys are located, which I think is Oklahoma City or Oklahoma, um, I would literally just go. Um, I would get local sponsors and businesses to sponsor our Heart Story Project. That's the project we're speaking of. Um, and then I would collect the data. So I would go around and get as many stories street interview-wise as in the city, and then I would use that data for the sponsors and the businesses to share the stories to bring awareness. Okay, so like you go, so like say you came, I'm trying to understand because this is really interesting. Uh, so you would come to Oklahoma City and you would uh, do some street interviews with people and kind of figure out what issues are people in this area are facing or what is it that you're looking for in their stories? Um, every story, like I said, every heart has a story, so everybody's story is different, but more so to find um, commonalities and people of different races, creeds, differences of, of, of all, to bring people together and to show them that even though we're all different, we're all the same. So, so I would basically take those stories that we're getting. So, for instance, I run into people all the time. You know, their mothers that with breast cancer, that with breast cancer, cystic fibrosis, things of that nature. But to put them all together and share people that have common stories. So I'll share the different That's stories awesome. in each category. So you yeah. host an event that brings these people together. Yes. And that then is at the end, so we'll have cool. An I love this. Uh, I feel like I do that with my life in general. <laughs> <laughs> And I always try to bring all my friends together. I'm like, oh, well, so-and-so went through that. You should meet so-and-so. But this is on, like, a much more organized, big scale. That's really awesome. Yeah. So uh, do you, like, film the events uh, as they take place and, and have? Yeah, I have. Um, so when we have events, uh, mainly uh, because there's two parts to this. Um, I have my Live Black Heart Lifestyle brand, which is the LLC. Then I have the... The sister conglomerate company, which is the Hope Connect, which is a nonprofit organization, which I do all of my events and you know philanthropy and community service initiatives through. So the brand is just a platform. That's where I have uh, since 2011. Uh, I've already grown probably about two and a half million dollars in sales as far as in clothes, which I don't have it anymore. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm balling, but I'm saying people have been buying my stuff consistently since you know at least 2000. 12, to where that's just the platform now. But to actually do the initiatives I'm doing, I do it through my Hope Connect nonprofit organization. Right and I on. use yeah. Blackheart as the platform. That's what everybody knows. Right on. I see. Um, the t-shirts, I want to see these t-shirts that are selling so hot. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Um, you can actually check that out. It's just www.shopblackheart.com or you can go to liveblackheart.com. It'll be the same thing. All right, cool. I ordered one last week, so, so when he gets get here, one. I'll show it to you. You didn't get one for free for hosting him I on, never the, on the podcast? <laughs> I never asked for free stuff because I hate it. Yeah, and it actually got me. me. It got me yesterday, so that should be coming your way yay, here shortly. Actually, I went to the shop and checked in on make sure everything was good. Awesome, and they're a lot better than when you were doing them in your dorm room now? <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. They've been, they've been in pretty good shape since about 
about 2013 when I figured out I had some. So. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look at these T-shirts. I'm excited. <laughs> So do you have, uh, I, I'm just curious about how these events go. I bet that would be a really cool experience to see these people that you've brought together connect. Well, see, the thing about the events is uh, when I do my Heart Story project, I kind of just, it's like street interviews. So that's where I get my database of what every city has. So once I go out and we have the talk, they do my project, then that's where I can kind of see what is what, and I know what's in the community. And uh, you know what's the you know what's the most burning topic? So you know what 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 the community is feeling, no matter where I'm at. Because I've been to uh, country country places, and I've been to hood places like Detroit, and doing the same thing. So it's just kind of cool to see how different everybody is, but connected at the same time. Yeah. So do you tailor the events to whatever the the need is in that city? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. What I'm saying is I usually when I come in, I come into a college. So I get a partnership with the college. So, for instance, if I was coming to Oklahoma, I would go to University of Oklahoma Mm -hmm. and let them know about my community workshop, which would be called the Big Event College Tour. And what the Big Event College Tour is, basically it brings an act of, and then I bring a motivational speaker as well. We do our one-word project, which is the heart story project that we're discussing. So, basically, Mm -hmm. you give me one word that describes your story. And then I'm going to ask you why. You tell me why you picked that word. So, for instance, you know, love. I pick love because my, my whole life my parents loved me and they did this and did that. Boom. That's love. So, by me getting your one word story, then I didn't put it together. For I mean, I put it together at the end of it with a project of like Oklahoma City. So, it would be 100 videos of people just telling and sharing what word means something to them. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's so, awesome. with the big event college tour... And it starts off with a motivational speaker, which, you know, usually is between me and another person that usually is local in that area, so people are familiar with them. Then we do a, a social media uh, intermission break in which we collect all the data. So if I went to University of Oklahoma, everybody that was there would collect all their emails, social media, everything like that. And then we would do our Heart Strong for a Cause project, which basically is with our logo, the heart and the lightning bolt, um, people write nice notes on different nice notes on these cards that we that we have and then we deliver them to different support groups so you can you can write a card for whatever it may be AIDS, domestic violence um whatever it may be whatever support area you want to support and then at the end of it we sign up college students to be volunteers to deliver these support cards and for different opportunities in the community for community service so it's more of a program is what we're doing here so i, I come in we bring the community workshop to your school. Um, from this community workshop, we register volunteers. We uh, register people to do our support card. And also, through our sponsors and local businesses that we acquired before we came, we have internship opportunities for, for qualified students to apply to. Do they get college credit? Yes, they get college credits, and then it's a 90-day uh, internship opportunity. So after 90 days, they either have to fire them or hire them. So they're contracted through us, though. So whatever students we qualify, they, they're under us as far as our staffing agency. And then they get 90 days with whatever business we link them with. Um, and then if the business wants to keep them after 90 days, they can keep them. But then they'll be contracted through us. How long has this program been going on? Uh, it's been about two years now. Um, and a, a lot of things. I started, I started basically with just the volunteer aspect of it. So I just started gathering volunteers. Sometimes I've seen that I had a very good grasp of it in Florida, and 
I've recently started expanding in the last year with some of these other things that I'm talking about. Now, beyond donations, uh, you know, how is the organization, how's the nonprofit funded? Um, independently funded. Um, so my biggest supporters, honestly, have been athletes, entertainers, socialites, uh, things of that nature. Uh, if I reach out to corporations, they sponsor as well. But I'm not grant-based and I'm not necessarily getting my money from the government. Everything I'm getting is from people who believe in what I'm doing. And I either reach out to them or they reach out to me about wanting to support one of my initiatives. That's really awesome. So what projects are you working on right now? Uh, currently, we are on tour with the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network um, for a six-month Purple Stride event, which is basically a 5K walk. It's actually all across the United States. We've already done Tampa, Orlando, uh, Miami is next, D.C., Philly, New York, and L.A. Those are our six spots there. Also, we also have our um, Fresh Start initiative, which is a homeless initiative, in which uh, it's at Florida Agricultural Mechanical University, FAMU University, which is the HBCU, in which they're collecting coats, um, toiletries, clothes for the homeless, which we'll distribute here at the end of the month. Um, also, currently right now, we are doing, we're on our big event college tour, so we've already hit about 25 schools thus far. And which is the same thing I explained to you, going to these schools, registering kids for volunteer opportunities, um, creating jobs and internships, and just bringing awareness to our organization as a whole. Um, there's so much going on right now, so I'm trying to get a good grasp of everything. <laughs> I bet you're busy all the time. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty busy, but I still have to make time, you know, to stay sane, too. So it's oh, a nice balance. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> But it seems like you're doing something that you're really passionate about and care about, so uh, probably, you know, is enjoyable, fulfilling work, I would guess. Uh, yeah, definitely enjoyable. I'm passionate about it. I like to do things that I actually care about. Cause, you know, a lot of times, you know, we're forced to do things just to take care of what we need versus what we really want and, you know, to um, feed our souls. Story of my you life. Everything is yeah, yeah. not about money. <laughs> not about money so I just like to do things that I can enjoy and you know reap the rewards from it as well yeah absolutely absolutely that is the dream right that's what everybody is striving for hopefully at least that's what I'm striving for that's what for. we're hoping for right it's happiness not money because the two are not the same so right people forget that a lot I agree <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I don't know if I have any more questions. This whole thing is really interesting to me. I want you to come to Oklahoma City. Right? <laughs> I know. I keep trying to Or come to Norman. Come to OU and, and do something at OU. Have you reached out to them before? I have not, but it's on my list. I uh, just kind of want to make a tour out That's why we haven't made moves towards Midwest and the West Coast yet. So it would be something where once we can get some booking things engaged, um, then uh, we'll be definitely be coming out to the central, midwest, and west area. Yeah, I would be really curious, like, what uh, college kids at OU's campus think about and focus on. I mean, our state has gone through a lot of change, oh. and, you know, we are, like, you know, the buckle of the Bible Belt, the reddest of the red states, and we recently flipped one... Uh, representative 
in the last election to Democrat. And it's just, and now we've got legal medicinal marijuana. And so things are happening in our state. And I'm curious what our college uh, campus thinks and right. focuses on. Yeah, I'm curious what their perspective is and what they think is important, you know? All right, makes sense. When I met him, he did never heard that, the Bible Belt. And oh, the tried, Bible Belt I, I tried phrase. very terribly to explain yeah. this. He did not I, understand I, this I, concept. I kind of get it now. I get it for the most part, you know, but I'm just, I'm from different areas, so yeah, I'm a, not, when I saw it and I was actually, like, living it, it was, it was a little bit different. Yeah, it's yeah. different. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is different. But, you know, it's funny because I don't really surround myself with people who would be defined that way so like i forget sometimes i mean i don't forget there's always little reminders everywhere yes but there are. uh yeah i avoid i avoid the public oh my god <laughs> i went i did I, was, I did a speaking engagement uh last week and yeah the keynote turned into a sermon and i'm like you know i think i'm just gonna go out here <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. It was, it's oklahoma yeah <laughs> So where 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 are you at right now? I am in Orlando, Florida. Oh yeah, you said that earlier. I'm sorry. <laughs> he travels a lot. I'm yeah. kind of worried. <laughs> I would forget where I was if I was traveling that much. Yeah, I'd be like, what state am I in? What day is it? <laughs> yeah, try to try to keep it going. You know, moving around. I really don't like to sit too too long, especially when there's a lot to be done, a lot of change to happen in the world. I try to keep it moving. So where are you at next? Um, this weekend, I'm, I'm, you know, as you know, I work for ESPN, so I will be in Miami. We'll start the, uh, men's basketball tournament, so I'll be in Miami for a couple of days. Cool. I, and I know that you told us a little bit about your background, but we were having a hard time hearing you. Where did you say you were from? Uh, I'm originally, I guess I'm from Tallahassee, Florida. I guess I'll, I'll claim Tallahassee now. And, and you said that you were 19 when your mom passed away? I was 17 when mom passed away. 17, excuse me. Yeah, I was a senior year, senior in high school. Hmm, that's rough. I lost my mom at 31, and that was really rough. So. Yeah, can you imagine? Yeah. That? Yeah, no, I can't. That's got to be really Yeah, rough. my lady. And it was, a, it was a tough one still to this day, but, you know, I guess everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. I mean, I know that the loss of my mom tra- it was a huge transition in my life, and uh, I live my life more fully uh, because of that experience, for sure. Yeah, I just try to, you know, stay on the right track, and I dedicate everything to her. So everything I do, I kind of do it in memory of my mom, and mm-hmm. when I get ready to get off track, I try to remember how she would want me to be and, and get back on track. Hey, that's really good advice. Uh, that's a nice way. I need to I need to focus on that sometimes when I'm not sure what to do. Think about what my mom would, you know. Right. What would honor her best? Yeah, that's, that's nice. a really good perspective to have and, and way to think about it. So I try to try to do those things. Like, uh, for instance, my uh, high school I graduated from, they've been doing a war for for like the last eight years um, in memory of my mom. So that's been just little intangible things I do to kind of keep her memory around. She was an educator, and she taught, I don't know, maybe 40, 50,000 different kids in this area over the oh. time span of about 25 years. So she was... So she impacted a lot of lives. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I I am sitting here thinking about how I can honor my mom more. I mean, she was a cancer nurse, 
and uh, treated, you know, gave chemotherapy to just thousands of patients and, you know, saved people's lives. And, uh, you know, I think she died from an opioid addiction. And I think that's why I've been such an advocate for medicinal marijuana. It's been a big issue for me because, you know, that's something that's really personal to me. Some people think, oh, marijuana, like, you just want to get stoned, you big hippie. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> like, no, like, it's a real, you know, there's a real uh, reason behind being passionate about uh, marijuana. I mean, yeah. I never really thought right, about right. it, that the impact, you said 40, 50,000 students. I never really thought about, I don't think we think enough about the how wide our impact yeah. can be in this world with mm-hmm. what we're do what we do. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, all the people that yeah. we touch. I see that every day. Just about like right sometimes as a you know entrepreneur basically. Uh, you know, you have your days where you're like, all right, I don't want to do this no more. I'm just gonna go get a job, and <laughs> you know, I'm just tired of it. I quit, and then something happened like somebody will send you a message or you'll see somebody wearing your stuff or people will, or some random place will send pictures of somebody wearing your stuff randomly and then you're like dang okay this is why I do this it's not about <laughs> yeah. that all the time yeah, that's so that's been pretty remember. cool to start keeping track of where all my stuff is decided across the world and it's been a cool, cool do you thing. get a lot of feedback like that where they yeah all the time all the time especially when I like make new orders and I make new products people love tagging me sending me pictures of random people I don't know everybody, so it's always kind of cool to randomly get pictures. Uh, even last week, like last week I had a friend, uh, they were in uh, Chicago, and uh, you know, it's really, really cold up there, so she happened to see somebody wearing one of my hoodies. She took a picture, sent it to me, randomly, you know what I mean? So just random stuff like that happens. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's awesome. You make a visual map with all the places that people have tagged you. And tag your, your merchandise. That would be cool. I'm a real visual person. I want to see a map. <laughs> One wall. <laughs> That's how old we are. Yeah. Everybody else would be like electronically. No, we want physical. I know. I want a physical map <laughs> with different colored pinheads for different places. <laughs> so where can people find you on social media to keep up with your what you're doing? I'm gonna follow you while you tell me. Okay, well, I'm not the best with social media, but um, it's at live, L-I-V-E, black in your heart. I post, generally, I, I do post a little more, but of lately, haven't been posting as much. Um, I'm getting a lot more, like, results in real life than usually before. When I first started with the social media thing, I get more results from social media. But my brand's been out for a while, so I'm more efficient on the ground and actually in real life. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm learning to, you know, do both. Live black inner heart. Live black heart. Why did I have inner? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and that's also the website, right? Live black heart. Yes. There it is. Yes. That way people can go learn Dude. about you and buy from you. Yeah, you. you we you, can't stalk you if you don't post on social media. Yeah, for so real, really dude. You, you got like. <laughs> 12, yeah, and I went followers. back through and I deleted a lot. And, like, I, I had way more than that, but I deleted. And it's, it's just a work in progress. <laughs> Hell yeah. Isn't everything? Yeah. No, everything is a work in progress. I'm always on Instagram trying to grow my own brand, so I get it. Yeah. I'm terrible at it. <laughs> and, and, and you know, people's attention spans are so short these days, so there's not nothing new. 
they forget about you. So you gotta always have ways to try to keep keep the eye or get the get the crowd you're looking for. Yeah. So yeah. For sure. I have to get better at that. That's my none of my art is moving because yeah, I forgot. I haven't yeah. I haven't marketed any of it in several months, so yeah. I forgot about it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do that marketing shit. <laughs> tired. I know, me too. <laughs> yeah, so I don't like to focus just on, you know, social media. Because, I mean, at this point, when I first got in social media, mm-hmm. like, that was about the time when you wanted to be in social media. Now it's kind of saturated and everybody's using it. So I'm really looking for the next thing that comes. I was like, there ahead of the curve. That's kind of how I got my following to where it is. Cause when it first started, I was on it. Now I realize that it does have its... um. You know the, the good things about it but then for me and what I got going on it's not as important as actually being in real life with it right I don't I don't need to hide behind the screen because I've already I've already done that right <laughs> so so it's easier to, to be in real life with it and people will appreciate that more and I get way more sales it's everything as a whole well that's good I look forward to seeing some more of these events yeah we're going to keep bugging you about coming to Oklahoma. <laughs> I am, anyway. Yeah, I'll be coming out to Oklahoma soon, I would imagine. Well, awesome. I want to go on street interviews with you when you do. Oh, that would be fun. When you come, will you just, can we all just go and do street interviews together? That's yeah, pretty simple. Sure can. Sounds I'd, like a plan. That'd be fun. <laughs> follow you around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to anybody. <laughs> He'll make you do one. That's fine. Just so yeah, you know. I have no fear. <laughs> I'm happy to share. <laughs> All right. And I am a team player, so we're on the same boat. There we go. Awesome. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, nothing in particular. Honestly, just uh, highlighting the brand right. and the nonprofit organization. That's it. All right. Sounds good. Well, I think what you're doing is awesome, and I appreciate you uh, chatting with us. I appreciate you, ladies, having me on your show. I appreciate it. All right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. You have a good one. You can contact the podcast at BrokeBrokenPodcast at gmail.com. The Broken Broken Podcast can be found on Twitter at Broke Broken Show, on Instagram and Facebook at Broke Broken Podcast.